0: Hi guys, welcome to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. This week, we welcome our very funny friend and writer Amy Reed to the podcast. We recorded this as an intro, so we're going to drop right in to our episode with Amy Reed right now.
1: Okay, question from Ms. Amy Reed. Okay, What shows or characters are most in line with your comedic sensibility? Oh, there are so many. Is this a veiled way of saying what are my favorite shows? Sure, whatever you want. All right, I'll interpret it. What do you usually find funny? I find so many things funny. I like you. I like (laughs) specifically Alison. That's your (laughs) comedian. That's our (laughs) quote. No, my favorite comedy is that like I always go back and rewatch over and over. Scrubs is up there because it kind of covers every single base in the sense that you have this family setting but it's set in an office Mm -hmm. and you have life and death stakes involved in it but also with fantasies you have this really goofy experience with jd he's super goofy in his fantasies while simultaneously then you can have the full heart of real relationships with all these people and it's rare to have a show that can span that totally Mm -hmm. yeah it's a great show it's really good i love that i love 30 rock we love 30 love parks and rec Broad City. What else do I love? I love so many comedies. Those, Friends is a staple. Love it. Veep, Silicon Valley. I like, you know, like good comedies. Kimmy Schmidt I love. I know that's controversial. Some people I feel like don't like it at all. I love it. I also love Lady Dynamite. Speaking of shows that are polarizing, I... Love that one. Really? so People don't like Maria Bamford? No, I just think it's a show that I think is doing something that's super unique and it's interesting. And they are playing with format in a way that's surprising. And mm-hmm. I think when you go in for a comedy, and the same thing with her stand-up too. If you're expecting a normal stand-up special on a stage, you're not getting that with Maria Bamford. But if you're wanting a show that subverts your expectations of what a, a comedy about a stand-up comedian. Yeah, we haven't even talked about Maria Bamford as... We talk a lot about modern comedians and who sort of draws influence from lucy i feel like maria is a really good example of a woman who is not vain she does her own thing she's very over the top in the same way that lucy's comedy comes from her just being willing to do anything like convention yeah Mm -hmm. modern lucy maria bamford i like somebody who sticks to what they're doing And says, okay, I'm not going to conform to this. I'm just going to make my show. And it's nice that now with so many different platforms, people have the ability to do that. Right. What is your relationship to I Love Lucy? Have you seen things before? And if you have, what are your impressions of what the show is? I've seen certain episodes before. I'm a big fan. Had you seen this one? I had not seen this one in its entirety. I feel like I watched clips in a film class of it. I read a lot about her and have an immense amount of respect and admiration for everything she's done for... Obviously, women in television. She's queen. That's a good answer, Amy. Yeah. 10 points. Ten, 10 points, points to read. <laughs> she might not be in Gryffindor. We can't just like. Oh a sign gosh. points I'm to a so house. What, what house hu- are you? In? I'm a Hufflepuff, guys. Ten points to Hufflepuff. You know, I know I'm a Hufflepuff. It's because when they ask, would you talk to animals if you could, uh, <laughs> <laughs> always answering, <laughs> yeah. Wait, it who could would be, it? Like, the question could be, like, are you saving your friend across the river or are you getting the power to talk to animals? <laughs> <laughs> that's how we know where the split lies. <laughs> Wait, that's always the correct answer. <laughs> Am <I a> Hufflepuff? <laughs> what are you, Molly? Ravenclaw? I was sorted into Slytherin Okay, there's oh, no, Nothing but, wrong with being no, are a, you, I would, You're a Slytherin Thank yeah. you That's not a bad no, thing she, Some of my dearest friends are Slytherins I just don't identify <laughs> that way Literally all the other houses except for Slytherin Is what people peg me as So it was just confusing that Pottermore twice put me in Slytherin Maybe it's just you're one of those people where they're like I'd never guess. Who knew? <laughs> She's so bad. <laughs> Who knew? She's um, she got a dark side? <laughs> She's edgy. I have another question for you. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of the house sorting, Ooh. are you a Fred, Lucy, Ethel, or Ricky? Oh, probably a Lucy. Yeah. I don't know. That feels so vain. I don't it's like, like to the Gryffindor. Gryffindor <laughs> it. it is the Gryffindor of characters. <laughs> We've got Lucy and Gryffindor. Ethel is hop Yeah. Fred is Slytherin. Maybe I'm an Ethel then. Is Ricky... The radical. Yeah, because he, he does... speaks two languages. Yeah, he is yeah. the most intellectual. <laughs> making deals. He's making deals is Mr. Oh, business. Mr. Vincent. Manager at the club. We saw oh, so much creative. of his work life in this one. Yeah. I've watched a lot, but we don't venture into the Tropicana. Is that what it's called? Rarely. Up into club. It was yeah, like a big club. night out. Oh, right. I loved all the visits to the Tropicana in this okay. episode. Big fan. Okay, another question for Amy
0: how are women being depicted on screen today and how has it changed since lucy's time
1: i think it's interesting to see selfish women and women who are flawed on tv and i think that still people are incredibly critical of the flawed woman totally Even, even on a show we had girls but i think people were critical of that aspect of it every step of the way and i think people continue to be critical of women who show a certain depth of emotion you're so willing to watch drunk addict men on tv who are philandering or making drugs or doing whatever but the minute that you have a woman that comes in that sometimes exhibits some of those characteristics they have to be redeemable yeah if they're not people write them off immediately in character it's interesting to think about you know why are you watching this person why do you care about them you want a reason to root for them but i feel like we're so much more willing to root for men they'll give you a nugget of something to root for but for women they have to go so much further before they gain people's trust yeah I feel mm-hmm. like we're still trying to get to a place where we can have female anti-heroes yeah you know, the same way that you can with like a yeah. Breaking Bad or The Sopranos mm-hmm. and Don Draper totally and I think you certainly get that way. Well, I was having this conversation recently okay. with somebody and we are saying Nurse Jackie is a great version mm-hmm. of that sort of wrecks everything around her with her drug abuse but she's so good at what she does that you do root for her mm-hmm. and watching that show is like being in a relationship with an addict you don't want her mm-hmm. to like you down. There is something interesting. If you don't have the fact that she's a good nurse in there, I don't think people would root for her. Mm. And I think there are shows with men where they don't have that aspect and you're still like, okay. Right. You're still curious how it's going to work out for them. Yeah. What do you wish you saw more of in terms of women on television or less of? Like I was saying, more of the complicated woman. I like somebody who's combative and interesting and can be aggressive. I think it'd be fun to see more women like that on TV and then hopefully that transfers into real life that you're not labeled a bitch for just wanting to do a good job. (laughs) Yeah, for wanting something. (laughs) Wanting anything, for having a want. (laughs) (laughs) How dare she? It almost feels weird to say this because you're like, it's so simple, you know, but there's still so many shows that have that. In terms of less of from women, I think just being reduced to physical characteristics, Mm -hmm. like a woman without any personality or want within the show is mm-hmm. always sad mm-hmm. oh you're just there as a prop you're just there as the love interest of the manic pixie dream i think that's a rap there. manic pixie <laughs> <dream girl. laughs> thank you so much it's anyway. so, see you at the rap party great work and our last question what is your modern pitch for an i love lucy reboot am i reimagining it with the same characters because i you don't you could i think you can't i think it's so the magic of them. It's one of those where I'm like, I don't even want to make it a hypothetical because you can't put them in another place because she's so special to that and is what makes that show. You're watching this and you're like, she's got those giant doe eyes that are the most expressive for a camera where you're such a boring set. I mean It's yeah. just like a living room. <laughs> There's nothing happening there. I love that answer yeah we've never gotten that before <laughs> it's
0: a great, great answer. answer yeah
1: good job 10 more points to Hufflepuff we love Lucy meets Harry Potter <laughs> it's a bonus pod <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Mindy Project lately mm. she's a character that is a perfect example you're playing on the fun tropes of romantic comedies while well, also you have a working woman who has wants and desires and isn't always the easiest that like, show kind of is an I love Lucy reboot yeah, yeah. I mean, she's, Physical comedy is such a big part of I Love Lucy. And there was an episode I was watching the other day where I laughed out loud. She fell off the piano twice. And I'm like, that's just pure physical comedy. Yeah. You can't substitute some good slapstick. We were talking in a recent episode who are some physical comedians mm. nowadays. And we had a hard time thinking of anyone who does the physicality in the way that Lucille Ball does. I put her on one and I was talking about Scrub, Zach Braff does that all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so should we start at the top of this episode? So we're going to be talking about Lucy is Ensente. Ensente. Aired December 8th, 1952. I'm surprised, by the way, they didn't do Spanish.
1: Right? Because it's kind of a and funny play on words. that yes. They did Spanish because it's embarrasada, be ad- isn't it? Oh, embarrasada. Yeah. yeah. If you don't speak Spanish, it just she, looks like it was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Lucy está embarrasada. It's yeah. often embarrassed, so it wouldn't yeah. Was it because they published the name of the episode in the TV Guide every week? Part of it was that they didn't want to give it away. I think it's all stemming back to the fact that FCC didn't mm. want them to say. Mm.
0: It was actually Philip Morris. Oh, really? Philip Morris and CBS thought the word Mm. was, I guess, immoral or something. It it was strange because they had the priest, the rabbi, and the minister review all the scripts during her Mm. storyline, and apparently the three of them were all fine with the word. Mm. Philip Morris historically doesn't have a great track record with, you know,
1: science, so this seems consistent. Or telling the truth. You know, so whatever. The stork's just going to visit Lucy's house. In a very special episode. <laughs> so, she's expecting. <laughs> she's expecting. The, all the ways that they used to talk about it in the episode, I think my favorite was the blessed event. <laughs>
0: mm, that was strange. She said, we're having a blessed event. Isn't that what you read off the it's card? It's in the note. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's a weird, very religious statement to share with everyone. In the beginning, though, it was a lot of, we're having a baby. We're having a baby. Is that much different from, I'm... Mm. It just
1: feels awkward. It's weird that she's not like, I'm. Yeah. Also, I'm... she didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I found the most strange about the episode was at the beginning, she couldn't put together that she might be. Mm. And obviously, they're not going to talk about having their period mm. if they can't even say. Mm.
0: Right. So at the very beginning,
1: we have Ethel coming into the apartment. Again, mm-hmm. I just love that she
0: just comes in whenever she
1: wants. It's an open door policy. I've been thinking about this.
0: They don't lock the door, right? No. Or if there was a door locked, she would have the key. <laughs> yeah, They do own the
1: building. so She just shows up. Yeah. And Lucy says that she's not feeling great, she's feeling dauncy. Yeah, which is a word her grandmother made up. That joke was great. Madeline Pugh wrote in her book, she was the co-head writer, that that was actually taken from someone's actual grandmother. Oh, really? Because I thought it was so fun. It's just a word my grandmother made up when you don't feel <laughs> sick or you don't feel like, what was the other part of it? You don't feel sick, but you just feel lousy. Feeling lousy is <laughs> just
0: <dauncy>. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I also feel dauncy at the club on a Saturday night, <laughs> but think that's a little different
0: (laughs) yeah but she was going for a tonic i was like what kind of pseudoscience is this a liver shot or a tonic
1: what's a liver shot
0: i'm reading it may have been a b12 shot oh
1: Mm. those are good for you there's such a common trope of the female characters like oh no i've been a little moody my breasts are bigger Uh uh-oh i've been eating a lot more Mm -hmm. my pants don't fit and then they're like oh, no, I haven't had my period in <laughs> months. Like, oh, I'm always proud are frantically searching their calendar. Yeah, I was like, waiting for her um, to get her day planner. Yeah, the day planner out. You know, there's always the moment, the zoom in, where you look at them and they're like, oh, God. It was just on Glow. <laughs> yeah, Glow, right? Glow is also my favorite app for tracking my period. <laughs> the Glow app tries to encourage you to like post on the message boards, and I'm like no <laughs> thank you. Why does everything have to be a social I thing, have so no idea. Like, to, hey guys, feeling a little heavier this month. Like what? I feel like I always talk about with people what the weirdest app to meet someone would be on to meet a potential partner, and we're always like, oh Venmo. We met on Venmo we, like his yeah. payment activity. <laughs> it's weird. But Glow might be up there. Like a period tracking app with a social element Maybe be the weirdest one <laughs> two women are synced. You know what I mean? <laughs> there, there has to be a female dating app called sync <laughs> like we'll yeah. cut this out and you'll trademark it <laughs> let's get that trademarked <laughs> <laughs> yeah lucy's recounting her symptoms and ethel knows she's a witch, a witch. She knows it's true head. that is a theory we have that ethel's oh. a witch what other evidence do we have they have of- a seance she was into tarot cards on another episode yeah and she just always knows when lucy's home she's very intuitive yeah brad is so much older than ethel <laughs> can we talk about this is that a it's a favorite subject of okay. ours if you had to describe his body type in a word, what would it be? Mm. Well, it's a little tough to judge the body type when the pants start at the neck. <laughs> like, every on? week it's a new level of how high his <laughs> how pants high are. His pants I'm watching and I'm like, Fred, what is happening now? Like, Do you know how pants work? <laughs> I feel like he feels like they need to cover right below his pecs. Right up to the nips. Yeah, he doesn't understand the waist situation. Too. <laughs> Good. And Ethel sure as hell isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> She's just letting him do him. I don't think he would take any criticism. No. Angry, angry I read that in their next show that she did with Lucio Ball, she asked for more flattering outfits. Good. Isn't that funny? When well, the beginning, Lucy, because they're only two years apart in age, mm-hmm. but they cast this guy who's 20 years older. That's so what weird. To make Viv look like And Desi's younger. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, she that cougar. Yeah, that's fine. It's just weird that Fred is hanging out. It's like weird. You're like the weird uncle yeah. showing up. At <laughs> the family parties. The weird godfather who's just does it, does it ever get brought up among them that Fred is this old dude? No. It's just like an unspoken sometimes thing. Sometimes I mean be I guess it's like... a thing. I mean people marry people older than that's fine.
0: Yeah. They'll sometimes say Oh, like you know more about being married Because 'cause you've been married longer. Well, they've supposedly been married for twenty five years, so Ethel's gotta be She's a child bride. <laughs> Pretty much. She's the first representation of human trafficking on television. Ooh, dark.
1: Real dark. <laughs> it's fine. I just wish it was addressed, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's fine if they're like, oh yeah, Fred just found love later in life with this young woman, Ethel. It's
0: like throwing salt in the water too because he's always complaining about her if he got so lucky to be with a woman like ethel then he should be nice to her yeah thank you yeah, right? lucky stars fred yeah. worship her
1: every day she doesn't comment like, on a, your pants yeah I'm kind of thing. that she so. is a queen
0: <laughs> hashtag <leave Ethel> <laughs> instead of face
1: blindness she has pants blindness and she's like can't <laughs> see the problem so lucy is astounded which, by the way, respecting her having kids late in life. Yeah. Totally. But at a time where that was not yeah. done. They can do it in the 50s. They can do it now.
0: <laughs> a weird trivia about the child rearing of Lucy and Desi. <laughs> Say more things which about this. is, it. they were married for a really long time. They weren't having children. And Desi's mom, who was Catholic, said that it was because Desi and Lucy had eloped and mm. weren't officially married in a Catholic <laughs> church. So then they held a second official wedding ceremony in a church so that they could receive the good fortune of God. Gotta get the Pope in on that, action. And then saying. she had two miscarriages still, but mm. then on her third try, that's when Lucy was born.
1: Well, I kind of wondered, because like she said, don't be ridiculous. I've been married 11 years. I wouldn't be... Did they just assume they were never gonna have children? That's the silliest thing I ever heard of. I've been married 11 years, Ethel. So, this is an amazing moment in the I Maybe mean, It was one of those lives. things where, like, it's not like they were trying necessarily, but if it happened, she'd be very excited. Maybe it was something that just didn't happen for them. We can only speculate so much about their sex lives, but. <laughs> or we can speculate. What a glow <laughs> network, social network, have to say about. Let I? me start a thread with Glow and see what everyone else has to think about it. You guys can also follow We Love Lucy podcast on Glow, so we'll give you our <laughs> handle at the end of the episode. <laughs> also, she goes into the bedroom, but we're not allowed to see the bedroom because they don't want any suggestion. Because they're pulling the beds
0: apart at yeah. this point.
1: The network didn't want us to see the beds together because then we would know how the baby came
0: into existence. That's what's so crazy to me about it. If you're going to acknowledge there's a baby, anyone who's an adult watching the show, you can just say there's a baby and a child watching the show wouldn't know the difference. They don't know how babies are made, but any adult watching the show, they're going to follow the logic. I'm not sure what... We're trying to hide here. Everyone is having children. Also, don't they live in a world where married people have babies? Are we supposed to be offended by married people having babies now? How would the species survive? Just from a biological standpoint. Corinne asks an important question.
1: Listen, as far as I'm concerned, the only way children are actually born is how I learned via Sims, which is where <laughs> you make out with someone ten times. You alternate, hug, kiss, hug, make out, hug, make out. Go until you get the the woo-woo option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The woohoo option. Woohoo, is it? Yeah. And then a cradle shows up. <laughs> a cradle just appearing. Yeah, sometimes you need to woohoo a couple times. <laughs> that's how life is. Sims doesn't lie to us. <laughs> they want us to know what it's really like.
0: They should have used the word woohoo.
1: Woohoo would have been great. Yeah. Making whoopee. I don't know why they couldn't even just go with bun in the up, like the standard. Yeah, with child. A little lou in your womb. A little little
0: <laughs> in your womb. So she goes to the doctor. She comes back.
1: She, Just, is she is glowing. She's so excited.
0: <laughs> it's like starry She
1: is with child. There's a child with her. <laughs> There's a baby inside of her. I love the close-up shots here. Her eyes, like Amy said earlier, how doe-eyed she is. She's I, glowing. She I looks beautiful. I don't understand how a person can show the whites of their eyes on both sides. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm doing it right I now. <laughs> I, couldn't, I was like sitting there staring, being like, can I do that? Because <laughs> a lot of times we go to like... Lucy's a kid. Lucy's a baby. We got very baby-eyed Lucy, Mm -hmm. which is funny because she's having a baby. But that also just makes me think that it was something that she wanted but had sort of put aside, and it's doubly exciting. Yeah. And Ethel is so jazzed. She wants to know her role immediately. She's like, we're having a baby. I've never had a
0: baby before.
1: (laughs) It's really cute. Speaking of shows, if we're tying it to modern-day television, Playing House. If anybody has seen it, perfect example in which... Yeah, we
0: referenced Lennon as a really physical...
1: Oh, she's so good at... Yeah, both of them, honestly. Lennon in particular, because she's got those body rolls. But but they're raising a baby. I mean, that's not the premise of I Love Lucy, but it's a show about female friendship, in which one friend steps in
0: to raise a baby. Maybe that should be the premise of I Love Lucy. Uh,
1: Lucy and Ethel raising a baby? Yeah, I'd (laughs) reach that.
0: All the baby hijinks. They did, right?
1: Isn't that... Oh, See, the they Lisa already caught one. on. They knew yeah. it. <laughs> they were like, you know what, the people want. people <laughs> want this. And I like when Ethel's so excited. She's like, this is incredible. And Lucy's like, this was your idea. <laughs> like,
0: Wait a minute. I think, Ethel wasn't there,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a joke in it that I love, where she's like, well, what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be a boy? Is it gonna be a girl? Like she's like, it's gonna be a baby. <laughs> oh, and yeah, Ethel goes. Am I going to be a godmother or godfather? Right, that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten would still make me laugh today. Yeah. <laughs> then when we did a little role play and Ricky was Lucy's gloved hand, <laughs> she's sitting down on the couch to tell him about how she is with child. And Ethel's like, I should go. <laughs> I shouldn't be here right
0: now. I'll come over and I'll I'll sit on his lap and I'll put my arms around his neck and I'll say, Ricky,
1: darling. Our dream has come true. You and I are going to be blessed with something that means more to us than anything in the whole world. Oh, I shouldn't be here at a time like this.
0: <laughs> I like how she was like, Ethel, you sit over there and watch us. <laughs> right? And then like, wait, why? Well, it's
1: crazy because they can have that in you and no, but they can't say the word. Right. Admin. right. It's there also weird when this boss is so noticeably. Right. Where literally she's wearing heavy coats and <laughs> shirts when it's inside. <laughs> There's so many tropes of which, you know, your pregnancy gets written into the show, or they keep you in baggy clothes and pretend it's not happening. That's yeah, and like nice I bags know, that you hold Debra in front. Messing was the worst version of this. Messing on Will and Grace, they literally we just put boxes. Put boxes in front and then just said, Grace, you keep eating everything <laughs> in the house. And I'm like, they treated it so bizarrely on yeah. that show I was young when I was watching it and I was like this doesn't
0: feel right <laughs> it was like a farce It almost well, part of the comedy was how, how ridiculous she, they made yeah. it seem like someone would take the box and you'd cut to a camera lens where she's behind a face she, and, <laughs> oh, and
1: the camera hold weird objects yeah. you could do this so much honestly put her in the flowy shirt that Lucille <laughs> well, we were talking the other day about how on Friends, Phoebe, they do it perfectly yeah. Mm-hmm. where they just worked it right in where she's just pregnant. But also on the terms that that character would maybe give her. Like they didn't shoehorn <laughs> her like changing her life. It was like, oh no, she's just a surrogate for her brother. Yeah, that, she just I mean, having she her brother's a... children. Probably the only character that having your brother's triplets would feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cersei Lannister. Well, she carried determined captives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the things I really liked about this moment was that Lucy and Ricky are always lying to each other constantly? And now she was lying for a cute reason, which is that she wanted it to be the right way. The hijinks seemed deserved. Appropriate hijinks. Yeah. Yeah, and I also just thought it was so interesting how she's like, I'm always imagined the way I'd tell my husband I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a whole Pinterest board about that. I really never <laughs> gender reveals. About it. Baby reveal to husband. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even until you just said that that I'm like, oh I didn't think about that. It. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Maybe be a text message. Hey. Snapchat. Pregnancy emoji. It's just going to be like, hey, uh, remember me? (laughs) Instagram DM that you just get the scene as the response. (laughs) My fantasies are so sad. (laughs) So. Ricky comes home for lunch. I love that he comes home for lunch. I know, that's That's cute. cute. so cute. And she makes him a nice meal. She's all prepared to tell him the news. He said, you fixed me a beautiful lunch. (laughs) Well, yeah, because he wouldn't make his own goddamn lunch. He doesn't know how to make his own food. Honestly, neither does my grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) My grandma cooks him every single meal, and they have one of the most... I would say Equal and stable relationship That's just a whole number From the 50s It's yeah. just like It works for them It works
0: Whatever works Do they not have food At the club though That he could get for free?
1: They just have he like just Do they have a crafty? He have lunch With his wife While she stared And watched him eat <laughs>
0: She <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> let him eat At all She took the sandwich away
1: Well it was for the celebratory <laughs> The physical comedy That Desi does In that scene When she's trying to tell him And he keeps eating <laughs> <laughs> Is just great You know I'm
0: Give me that.
1: Now swallow. (laughs) There. Give me that. Now swallow. (laughs) That seems weird to write down. (laughs) But when she wants to talk to him about something, I love that he just assumes that it's some sort of hijinks that she's gotten herself into. Yeah. Spending again. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, Lucy has a track record of not being a good spender. I also like that
0: he said, you should be happy you're a woman. Yeah,
1: we addressed that there was an abortion joke, right?
0: Yes. Okay. That's the joke that I can't believe made it in. Right? So here's what it says. As he's leaving, he just goes, Yeah, but Ricky, Ricky, I want to talk to you about something. Well, look, sweetheart, whatever it is, use
1: your own judgment. <laughs> now, if if you think it's a good idea,
0: go ahead with it. <laughs> unspoken meaning is you could also stop yeah the the thing is the Mm. i don't think that's what the joke was i think the joke
1: is that her face is like well i don't get to decide it's happening Uh, yeah well i interpreted it i'm I'm sure it didn't even like cross their minds but i read it as an abortion abortion joke that he's like it does sound because it's a joke line where he's just like go ahead with it do it they're setting up and the audience is laughing (laughs) yeah I think it's because it's already so done. Maybe so it did like... cross their bias. I think they're making an abortion. I read it as abortion joke. It
0: has layers. layers too. I mean, the honestly, moment's an onion. <laughs> it's it's possible it slipped through because people did make jokes about abortion, so nobody read it as that. Yeah, but I definitely I'm on the same page because
1: <laughs> it's funny. The setup is basically he doesn't know that she's pregnant. He thinks there's something ridiculous yeah. is going on, and he doesn't have time to deal with it because he's busy and has to eat a sandwich and deal with a really minor issue at the club. Let's a costume. call back and it's like a costume problem. that This could wait five minutes. And I'm sorry, like, isn't there someone else who can handle it? <laughs> <laughs> he's the manager too. Uh, I don't understand his role still. Well, because he's not the owner. Because the owner's <laughs> nephew <laughs> is coming to <laughs> Yes. Mr. But, Manager so then him turning around and being like "Just, I trust your judgement, just do whatever you want with it, it just <laughs> feels like Wow, well, that's how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> and He left the window open. Dark, a very dark alternate episode. Where she's 100%. like, it's just a joke. I and she down. obviously, we know she wants the baby. <laughs> yeah. The episode two is that Lucy gets an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy gets it. Whatever the French the word really for abortion dark is. Second episode. <laughs> <laughs> a lost Lucy episode. We
0: never say, mm. But we definitely we say abortion. abortion. Maybe the joke was supposed to be. There's nothing she could do about
1: it at this point. Like it's been done. Maybe that was more the joke. Well, maybe it's just funny. He's just like, take care of it. But it's like, you can't take care of this. <laughs> take care. My favorite note that I wrote down is maybe pr- mm. is the ultimate female hijink. Oh, biggest troll. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy traps Desi. (laughs) After
0: eleven years of marriage, she finally got him.
1: She's like, "Hmm, lacking this one. (laughs) She's got the receipts. (laughs) But Fred and Ethel come to visit. Yeah, they're so excited. His tie gets stuck in the door. So cute, Grandpa shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, maybe great Grandpa. (laughs) He really just is gung ho. This is going to be a boy. They only refer to it as a he, and we're like, hello. Also the song, the song at the end is only about a it, he. It's true. Everybody wants a boy. Well, Ethel doesn't. Or she wants a boy named Ethel. Who's yes, to say? wants little Ethel. That whole moment where they're like, you'll name it F- Freddy, you'll name it Ethel, is directly echoed in Friends where Joey and Phoebe want a baby uh, to be named yeah, after them. Yeah. Phoebe or Phoebo. Phoebo. It's so cute, though, how they're so excited and show up before she's even told them and then show up excitedly with gifts already for this yeah. baby.
0: Fred's prized possessions. His yep. hat. Love Fred in a cap. In real life, William Frawley was a Yankees fan. Joe DiMaggio.
1: Go sports. That's balding joke. That's a great, <laughs> that's
0: a great <laughs> that's a solid joke. joke. It took me a second to get it oh the brand oh. I don't know that
1: baseball brand <laughs> I didn't even I got that written
0: <laughs> I didn't know what a baseball brand was and then I just a baseball brand from context no so way like, oh, okay but <laughs> I think it was an excellently crafted joke
1: that's like a Joey joke you know yeah He's our dumb character that would yeah. believe this for. yeah ooh Spaulding yeah, I did get the Spalding joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I did get I that, did that one. Did not get it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very embarrassing, Corinne. You should dwell <laughs> on it. So then we go to the club. You can find us in the club. So we had a bad song recently that ricky's saying the one with oh yeah yeah the one that went on far too long yeah but this the, one also went on very this long this show was i'm not gonna lie we're a little thin in terms of plot in this episode just the one <laughs> just the, just one plot line it's like barely there yeah. uh, a typical rule of three lucy tried to sit on Ricky's lap ricky keeps having other stuff to do some great timing of phone rings every time she's about to tell him that's like a good chunk in the middle and then the last chunk is just Ricky singing for 10 minutes. I mean, I know what I'm not mad. Himself. Give the people what they want. <laughs> More Desi. And it's like very much in line with the variety shows of the time. People just expected to see a musical How, number. Is, is, is Desi point? singing frequently on the show? I know he's a musician, obviously. He's really everywhere, really.
0: but. In total, he sang four songs. In this episode? In this yeah, episode. he did. He's rehearsing Granada, mm-hmm. which was awesome. This is the second of three times Ricky will actually sing this song on the show. And so I liked the one that was about the lady in red. So he opens the evening show with Lady in Red. I
1: mean, obviously, the redheaded wife, but I like to think it was about the dancing lady emoji because it I didn't, didn't sound even put like it together anything. that it was Lucy. Oh, it's black and white. I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> you forget she's a redhead.
0: So this is the second time he sings the song, he sang it in season one. Originally from a 1935
1: film called *In Caliente. Ooh, *In Heat*. I feel like I've seen that movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like, "No." <laughs> Don't lie to our fans. Sorry, that was a beautiful moment of you're recognition. A trust, you're a trusted content creator. The full orchestra. It was fancy outfits the, 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 the orchestra players are wearing giant poofy shirts i was into it i liked it
0: will oh. you tell us what it means
1: Granada, land of my dreams. Mine becomes a gypsy song when I sing to you. My song, born of fancy. My song, melancholy flower that I've come to offer you. (laughs) Granada, land covered in blood from the bullfighting (laughs) afternoons. Woman who retains the spell of Moorish eyes. That one doesn't feel right. A dreamland, a rebel, a gypsy covered with flowers. And I kiss your scarlet mouth, juicy apple. (laughs) That tells me about love affairs. Granada, my beautiful, sung in precious... Coplas I
0: don't
1: know That's couplets. T- What's the source
0: here? Translatum.gr <laughs> Put it in Translate to translate. No
1: But I was reading one earlier And it's like roughly The same Wait. of this I have nothing else To give you But a bouquet of roses Worthy of adorning The brown-skinned virgin Granada Your soil is full Of beautiful women Blood and sunshine That should be Their new tourism exactly. Slogan yeah. Honestly Felt long when you sang it Felt long when you read it <laughs> <laughs> Which version Felt more sensual? <laughs> Oh, definitely yours. Thank you. That's <laughs> the right answer. Granada, tierra soñada por mi. Mi cantar se vuelve
0: gitano cuando es para ti. Mi cantar hecho de fa. Lucy coming in during rehearsal. Yeah. So she comes in during rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's
1: decided, I can't wait. Because now at this point, it's awkward. Fred knows. Ethel knows. It's awkward as soon as Fred knows. And Ricky doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Because they're pals and confidants. And Fred wants to talk about it and get all chummy about it. So she decides to show up at the club. while well, the band is there. Yeah, yeah and they Alice all know her. There. They all know her. Which yeah. is cool. But she gets stage fright. Well, he basically asks her to tell him she's mm. in front of 50 people. And then her reaction, she just, she
0: crushes it. Yeah. I love she her. She storms off. And, well, do you have the time? <laughs> she was so desperate in the moment. She was trying to change the subject and he was like, that can't be what you said was important, right? And yeah. she's like re- reaching for the other guy on the verge of
1: tears. Well, she leaves basically in tears, but honestly, I would too. Yeah. She starts pulling that pout, and I was like, oh, no, girl, we've all been there. I know how you're feeling. But she's like,
0: I'm just trying and nobody's helping me. It's, like, pretty embarrassing.
1: I would feel uncomfortable even yeah. if I was, like, are you taking my car home from work or something?
0: And <laughs> 50 people were stopped to listen to that. But Ricky had told the band to take five, and then when Lucy storms off, he's like, let's get back to work. And they're like, you just... All five and he was like i take it back i like that i thought
1: he was like no t- break is over let's get back to it he- i made you all stop and stare
0: at my wife until she cried and left the room and now we're back to. i left life on
1: my own terms ask no questions moving on that's why he's the manager but then later that night we back at the club i want to go i wish clubs were like that there are some clubs like that can we go yeah i think they're filled with old people but we can go <laughs> that's my brand there's the
0: sign of the, the Tropicana, Ricky yeah. Ricardo and his orchestra. And I was like, well, that's new. Yes. Bum, bum, so he's singing Lady Ray.
1: Mm-hmm. It goes on for a while.
0: Yeah. For <laughs> a <laughs> amount of time. Amy has notes. <laughs> I just feel like we could have had
1: a little more plot. Let's get a B plot up. Oh, to kill. honey, the we'll B-plot. let you know when there is one in that episode. We <laughs> are <And he's laughs> never that. any.
0: B plot should just be a continuation of the Fred FL fight over. <laughs> Who gets Who to, gets name, the to name the baby. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah.
1: I feel like, what's happening with the wardrobe at the club? Let's cut Yeah, back right? Yeah,
0: let's get a little
1: break there. Let's follow that wardrobe, girl. I don't know. Fred's forever struggle with the mirror in the morning as he tries to adjust his pants <laughs> yes, level. So he keeps going, let's get this crotch lower, let's get this belt higher. <laughs> and what's weird, though, to me is despite it not having a... B plot. I didn't feel like it was lagging necessarily. They managed to fill it, and then it's over. You know, it's twenty five minutes. Filled it mostly with. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) the fact that ten minutes are dedicated to musical numbers that are strictly just Ricky singing is very. They didn't do very much choreography. There was no. no It's not. We're not getting Smash. Okay, we're getting (laughs) Ricky at a bandstand. Yeah, this is not Crazy Ex Girlfriend. (laughs) That was a more topical reference. I love a good Smash Smash. reference. (laughs) Smash is a deep cut for the real fans out there. So, at what point
0: do we discover what the game is?
1: The game is afoot.
0: It's the note. The note was handed to him by the maitre d', played by William Hamill.
1: We've seen him before, yes? Or is that a different one than the...
0: Different guy. Oh, That guy must have
1: gotten fired. (laughs) So, Ricky's handed a note that he starts to read. He acted like that was a normal occurrence, which I found interesting. How often is he handed a note... He gets this note Mm -hmm. and he just plays it so cool. He's up there and you see him commanding this stage, doing his job. Mm -hmm. And then when he starts singing this song for this couple and he says, "Okay, what couple? There is a weird flaw here where the note says, I want to reveal I'm pregnant. Will you sing this song? And then he invites them up but that would ruin the surprise. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> all the guys are shaking their heads like, not my wife. thought it was so funny. He goes to every table as he's singing trying to find the couple. And then the, they got fun banter and he's like, you? know," And then he keeps singing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not you. <laughs> and then he goes to an older couple and he's like, what about you? And they laugh. <laughs> so and I was are. like, oh, yeah, I wish there were clubs like this. <laughs> <laughs> I would love
0: to go. Or people ask you if you're pregnant. And I, mean, I just giggle and say, me? Ooh, <laughs> me. He's singing rock bye baby which is a traditional english nursery rhyme that dates back to 1760. really i didn't know it was that old i do know
1: that song though let's remix it
0: maybe this is my personal life clouding my interpretation but (laughs) yes felt like a curse you know he was approaching tables and couples were like no. no, nobody wants
1: that note. <laughs> Don't come near me. Not me. Not me. Like the, when you're at a Mexican restaurant and the mariachi, mariachi band comes by and you're like, mm. I felt like they were all having a good laugh with it. <laughs> and they wanted to know who was having a baby. And suddenly Lucy slips into the chair at the front. I
0: know. That was so clever and well done. But he sees her and she just nods at him and he's like, my wife's nodding at me. I'm moving on now. I think it's it was so convenient
1: in- though that he walks to the left and walks all the way back. And guess who's there? Well, well, well. I like when he's like, oh, hi, honey. You
0: came to work. It's so cute. The moment he realizes is just, it's so good.
1: It was so sweet
0: great moment for desi yeah
1: i think what's fun about this too is i feel like so often
0: here i am i've earlier
1: made a cry for gritty dramatic (laughs) really wrecked women (laughs) and relationships and then here i am gonna take a complete 180 and say how refreshing and nice it is to see a situation that revolves around her telling him he's pregnant just simply about her telling him he's pregnant it's not about oh no, I'm worried about the reaction or oh no, Desi doesn't want to have this kid. It's just, no, the surprise is wonderful and it's what most couples have when they learn Mm -hmm. that they're pregnant and so you're never wondering, oh no, how's Ricky gonna react? Yeah. You want to see the joy of her getting to tell him and then they got to do it in this special way. Yeah. And I kind of love that she. Did that whole thing with Ethel. This is the perfect way that I've always imagined. And this ends up being ten times better. It's such a win for her that she gets what she wants and then some. Yeah. So.
0: So a peek behind the curtain of this episode is this is the first take they did. And in the script it was written that they were supposed to be really happy. Both of them ended up being so emotional because she's actually pregnant that they ended up crying. That wasn't supposed to happen. Um, when Desi stands up, he says, I want you to meet my mother. I mean my wife. <laughs> oh, just like, he just was like, oh. were flustered. Oh. And then when the orchestra yells, sing the baby song, that was them literally reminding Desi because he had completely forgotten <gasps> oh. what he was supposed to do next. Oh, So he was supposed to sing the song called We're Having a Baby, My Baby and Me. Hadn't forgotten he was supposed to do that. Yeah, that's so cute.
1: The moment where he's like, "I'm gonna be a father," was so moving. well, and it's like she's really pregnant. It's so sweet. We're having a baby,
0: my baby and me. You'll rid it in Winchell, that we're adding a limb to our family
1: tree while pushing that carriage how proud i will be there's nothing like marriage as your father and mother and they'll agree (laughs) i definitely teared up at my desk today while i was watching this episode that moment is just so sweet they're tearing up and you know i think my favorite was at the very end of the shot you just see her smiling and her lip quivering because she's Aww. crying. And then he puts his head on her shoulder. And I was like, oh, my God, they're really married. I love it so much.
0: Yeah. In the song, part of the lyrics are, you'll read it in Windchill that we're adding a branch to our family tree. Winchell. So yeah. Walter Winchell was a radio columnist. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he had somehow obtained Lucy's pregnancy results before the doctor called Lucy and Desi about what? The second, so that's some TMZ shit. Yeah, the second one that ended in a miscarriage, and he <gasps> announced it oh. on his radio program, and that's how they found out they were expecting because they hadn't heard from the doctor yet. Oh no, that's crazy. I hate <laughs> that. That's like an early, yeah, like you said. That TMZ, they probably sold it to the radio. Like a paparazzi. Oh. Wow. Scoop. Is that a line in the song? Yeah, he says you'll read it in Windchill, but they actually heard it.
1: Also, I do want to say we've been ragging on Ricky's singing, but the fans loved it. They were eating it up. That's He's great at it. it. Like he's saying, that was—I. Like, it was a little long, but I, just, <laughs> I certainly enjoyed the moments. Of it. <laughs> Amy has some notes. I noticed just that it was long. I want <laughs> one know note. One. Could have spent time with that, though? What's happening in the band? Let's get some jokes. <laughs> great. We had mentions of some guy in the band who's such a wolf. His trombone player keeps getting with too many gals. Honestly, would have even taken a scene at the doctor's office, mm. you know? Seeing yes. her find out from the doctor, confirmed. Have some fun hijinks there. Or... Really, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I assume subsequent episodes obviously follow the pregnancy, and I read that's like the first pregnancy storyline ever done on TV. Is yeah. that correct?
0: There's one other. There's one storyline that preceded this, but it was in 48 when a lot of people didn't have TVs. This most remembered.
1: Because what's so crazy about that is it's almost a given that now any sitcom that you watch eventually. Pregnancy becomes, I'm thinking of all these sitcoms. Rachel gets a surprise baby on Friends, Mm -hmm. who's the dad, you know? J.D. gets Elizabeth Banks pregnant on Scrubs.
0: Grace gets pregnant on Will and Grace. Leslie gets pregnant on Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm.
1: I was reading criticism about this. That usually in TV, there's a big convention where they'll throw a baby in when they're sort of running out of storylines, and it's a way to sort of revive a series. Well, this was just not by choice, not by any need from the writers' group. This was just the reality of the situation. It's not like they were running out of material. That's interesting.
0: But if you think about it, this is the biggest story they've told up to this point. The most dynamic shifting. Because we talk about all the time how they just reset every right. time a new episode Really episodic. Starts. Yeah. This is the first time that they've introduced a plot. They can't just reset next episode. Well, and they have to
1: serialize because you're seeing her belly change mm-hmm. throughout. So it's like the first time they were held accountable it's- by biology. It's <laughs> funny though. If we're talking timing of that like, You're pregnant, five months in <laughs> It's like, not how pregnancy
0: works She's literally five months pregnant She didn't this Apparently together. didn't know The character, it seems like, didn't know until mm-hmm. the fifth month She's just Lucy has had a
1: lot to drink, we're concerned
0: <laughs> She's been smoking
1: Oh, definitely Well, that was a lot of women She did understand a little bit about how pregnancy works in that she informed Fred and Ethel, oh, the baby's not coming right away. (laughs) It's gonna be a little bit. We did not Uber Eats the baby. (laughs) It's crazy. Every single sitcom, you just get to a point where someone's having a baby, and it's the first one. I love this episode, though. Even though it was very simple, it made me very happy. I also just like that we got to see him in his element, seeing Desi in the club. I'm really interested to see, because I've seen a handful of episodes but not a ton, how often the baby will then be in future episodes. Because I think yeah. with kids on shows sometimes, you see them sometimes, but not all the time. Sometimes you wonder if their parenting rights got taken away, aka Ross. <laughs> Where did Ben go? <laughs> Nobody knows. Sometimes the baby's replaced with a new baby <laughs> by twins. Mad Men replaced that Bobby like Yes! <laughs> because they kept saying that the kid wouldn't get along on set. They always would be mad at January Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby. Whoever played Bobby would always be well, I always love fun excuses on sitcoms to get rid of kids where they're like, oh, Emma and Friends is always at their mom. Or they eventually break the parents up specifically so that you don't have to deal with, oh, they're at the Yeah, Cool. Any final thoughts, anyone?
0: Thanks for having me. Oh, Thanks yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. What a joy. Yeah, Thanks we- for joining us, Amy.
1: Yeah, we were happy to have you with us. So where can our fans and friends find you on the interwebs? Oh, on my uh, Twitter, that's uh, you know, I'm a, I use it now and then. They can't all be winners. <laughs> that's my bio. I know. She knows I it. I think about it, a- I actually think about your bio a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, it it. It's at, it's Amy Reed on Twitter. And Amy S. Reed on Instagram. Nice. Thank you, Amy, again. That's our E-E-D. <laughs> Don't go anywhere like <laughs> Don't I- get I- it I- twisted. I- I- if you haven't already and you are enjoying the podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. But in the meantime, you can also find us on social media. We are at We Love Lucy Podcast on Instagram, at We Love Lucy Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can email us at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. <laughs> you can. You can find us on the book at We Love Lucy Podcast. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Right. Bye, Lucy. So don't forget to find us on Glow as well. Bye. Okay.